Welcome to the Agents of Innovation podcast, where we feature conversations with entrepreneurs, philanthropists, and artists. Well, I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Agents of Innovation podcast, part of our Guatemala series. We are here with Carlos Sandoval, who is, uh, among many other things, the president of a great nonprofit organization here in Guatemala called Guatemala Prospera. Uh, Carlos, uh, welcome to the podcast. Hey, good morning, Francisco. I'm really happy to be with you here and enjoy this uh, podcast. And we hope uh, we're going to have a really nice time now. Yes, we're going to have a great time. We're sitting here in Kayala, which is uh, a really beautiful, um, uh, prosperous <laughs> yeah. uh, neighborhood, shopping complex. There's offices, restaurants, bars, uh, including your office here. Uh, tell us a little bit about Kayala, uh, where we're situated right now. Okay, this is uh, Kayala. The Kayala is a new uh, development. Uh, maybe have more than 12 years, no more than 12 years or, or 10 years. And it's a really important area here in Guatemala. It's in Zone 16, which is really close over everything. Uh, and as you mentioned, uh, included shopping malls, restaurants, uh, bars, and offices. And in and, and the meantime, uh, residents have di different kind of residents, um, uh, residents in the apartments or residents in houses. And it's, it's brand new. And we have the, the good luck and the opportunity to have our offices here in, in Kayala which everything is closed, and, and by the way, you have a hotel here. Yeah, so I know the AC Marriott the AC Hotel, Marriott right? Is, is right here. And this is uh, kind of known as Ciudad Cayala, so uh, sort of sounds like a different city, but it's within Guatemala City, but it's also, you know, a very uh, safe social space to yeah, walk the, around, The right? idea of the, the founders, which uh, we have the, the, we're so lucky to, to know the president of Cayala, which is Hector Leal, uh, the idea of the old, the board of directors of Kayala was have a safe space where you can walk, you can go to the shopping and mall, you can go to the, the pharmacy or whatever without um, guards and, and stuff like that. And by the way, the, the embassy of the United States is going to be here, right? Five blocks, less than five blocks from where we are sitting now. Yeah, and it's going to be a massive embassy for the United yeah. States uh, opening sometime later this year. Yeah. Also, uh, Right, right around the corner here, just just a, about a one, uh, less than a one minute walk, is a, a beautiful new cathedral that's going uh, up. Uh, uh, yes, it is. It is going to be in the next six months. Going to be open. The is the only thing that is still missing. The the big uh, cathedral, Catholic cathedral. So going to be, uh, I guess, in the next six months. Well, if you're used to um, visiting any kind of Latin American city or a city in Spain, Italy. Uh, you tend to have a, a, a plaza with a church yeah. on one side, and so I guess this is replicating that to yeah, some degree. Yeah, replicating that, but with the new concept or architectural new concept, which is um, everything is white and black, as you, yeah. you can see. So it's nice for, for your view. In, in, in the evening, it's really beautiful here, every evening, because they have a nice light. Yeah, and, and see the strings walls. of lights yeah, here. It's beautiful. And for Christmas season, it's beautiful too. Yeah, so I was here for yeah. Christmas. Saw the big Christmas tree yeah. here, and everything's decorated. Santa Claus, the kids can yeah. see Santa Claus and all yeah, that. They have a nice Christmas tree. Yeah, really huge Christmas tree. So um, I was here with a friend of mine, Bob Rubin, back last May when Bob first visited Guatemala. Bob was also on the Agents of Innovation podcast. I think right around episode sixty-five or something. And we're sitting here. Bob is from Boca Raton, Florida. And uh, I took him all around Guatemala City for a couple days. 
and we're sitting out here at a restaurant, actually with one of your former employees, uh, Rosemary, yeah, yeah. and uh, Bob said, I feel like I'm in Boca Raton, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it really has that feel in here. Boca Raton or better. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful place, and th these have uh, many nice brands, the store brands. And yeah. So it's really... Really and nice and like you said, the the kind of white architecture, the the, the red tile roofs, kind of has that Italian, Greek, Spanish yeah. kind of feel to yeah. it. Yeah, uh, as far as I know, they they brought the, the architectural guy from from some part of Italy, and uh, he walked through Antigua, Guatemala. When they picked picked it up for the airport, Hector shared that history to to us in one time, and they picked it up for the airport and they drove to to Antigua, Guatemala. Uh, and the the feeling of that guy was why they picked me up with with the cars with, with with security and blah blah blah. But once they were in Antigua, they start to walk. As you know, in Antigua you can walk without problem. It's safe. So and then they they came to to this area uh, around two days later after have a um, a, a different conversation about what is going to be the concept. And way, way when they was here, he realized they need to make something with this uh, open the spaces and safe. That's why the feeling is safe here. And we're so happy in Guatemala. They, ha they have this, this beautiful development. That's why we have our office here, because Reflega Guatemala Prospera. Yeah, it's a beautiful space. And like mm. you said, there's residential places here. There's homes behind us. There's apartments and condominiums here. Yeah. Uh, so it's nice. Uh, so... I have to tell a story to our listeners, uh, Kai, of course. because uh, well, we got we got traffic on the road here too. Yeah, it's also it, a, a weekday. It's, it's part busy. of the interview. Yeah, it's yeah nice. so it's, natural. it's a it's a busy, bustling uh, Kai a lot today. Um, but you know, we were so uh, about a month or so after I got to Guatemala last year. Um, it was around April of 2021. And I went to uh, this cigar lounge. Uh, now, I've had on episode uh, 102 uh, of the Agents okay. Innovation Podcast, I had the owner of that, Alex Buitron. Uh, so people can go back and listen or watch episode 102 if you haven't yet and hear my conversation. So I was in that cigar lounge back in April, and it was the second time I was there. And the first time I was there, I had met the bar manager at the time, Pablo. And I told him a little bit about my story and that I had a podcast and that I was teaching at UFM and other things. So I come in there uh, uh, on my own again the second time I was there, and it was on a weeknight, I think a Thursday night or something. It was Thursday night. Yeah, and uh, I'm sitting there, and there's, a, there's yourself and a couple other of your friends, and uh, you know, I was just kind of sitting there by myself, smoking my cigar, and Pablo introduces me to you all and says, oh, uh, Francisco uh, you know, has a podcast. He interviews yeah. entrepreneurs. And you said, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. And I said, oh, what do you do, right? And, uh, and then you started telling me a couple things, um, and we're going to get into some of those things here. And then you also mentioned, oh, I do some work with John Maxwell. I said, you do? I said, do you, do you work with uh, Guatemala Prospera? And you said, well, I'm the president of Guatemala <laughs> Prospera. <laughs> yeah. And the only reason I knew that was because I made friends with one of your, uh, at that time, your, one of your employees, Rosemary. Uh, uh, and I made friends with her back in 2019 when I first came here. And I heard all about Guatemala Prospera, and my friend that I was visiting at the time, Kyle, Kyle Hua, um, from the U.S., he had been volunteering for yeah, your organization. He had been with us many yeah, years and ago. introduced me to Ross Mary, yeah. and so I knew all, and I knew about this John Maxwell connection, 
And so when I, so that's why I asked you that. And so, and so I said, do you know, so you're my friend Rosemary, uh, you must know Rosemary. Uh, I was just texting with her, you said. And then you and I took a picture and sent it to her. And I think the funny thing is, is uh, about an hour later, she responded and we were still sitting there. And I, she says, oh, how did you meet? And, and then about 30 seconds went by. I didn't even have to say anything. And she says, wait, are you smoking cigars? Yeah. Uh, so I guess she kind of knew we ha- must have had that in common and must have met over a cigar. So I feel like we probably would have met maybe through Rosemary otherwise, but the cigars brought us together as yeah, well. Yeah, it was, was a nice experience. We were talking that day. The war is really close. And to be honest, I'm, it's usually one day of the week when we met with friends in Curanto. Uh, usually it's Thursday. That's why I never forget. And, and that, it's true. I was really happy to to meet with you. But by the way, Pablo was telling me about you days before. And he said he's a, he's a guy from the United States. <laughs> we, we used to call call the people from the United States gringos. Gringos, yeah. Gringos. And he said he's a gringo here in Guatemala. Okay? He's writing a book or something like that. And and then I was there Thursday, and, and you appear there, and we start to, to interact, to make interaction with you. And to me, it was really uh, nice to hear about Rosemary. She was part of, of our team. Now he's, he's uh, living, uh, you know, in, in Quetzaltenango with Santiago. Uh, yes, her little boy, Santiago. The boy. Who I got to visit. Yeah, I, I actually went out I there know. to Quetzaltenango, otherwise known as Sheila. Yeah. 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 So what was, was nice to me... Um, it was easy. It was like a bridge that yeah. it, that, that made more faster our our friendship with you. Besides, we enjoy smoke cigars. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what's interesting is I have found Guatemala to be a very small world. Uh, you know, and that was that was really the beginning of what I was gonna start to experience, where I would ha- start to see a lot of these connections. Now, it may have been for me because I hang out in cigar lounges. I teach at UFM, which has a pretty well-connected group of people um, between the students and the professors and a lot of people in the community, uh, maybe just other things I'm interested in and involved with that a lot of these connections can be formed. But you start to see uh, these things happen. You know, I had, uh, I think I think it was the next time I was at Caranto, maybe a week later, uh, that I met, I think you may have been back there, and I met Diego Harkin. Yeah. And when I just had Diego on episode 103 yeah. uh, of the Agents of Innovation yeah. podcast. So, uh, and I met him through the uh, Coranto, the but Coranto. then you know, he invited me to his uh, restaurant, which, um, you know, Cabel. Cabel, so yeah. which, which I was able to get to know him. But Carlos, uh, so you've done a lot of things. Um, just to let our audience know, you're, uh, you're an economist and marketing professional. Uh, for more than 28 years, you've been the CEO of many different companies uh, in, in, I think, uh, various parts of the economy, including retail, healthcare, logistics, nonprofit, education. Um, you've also been the dean of the Faculty of Leadership at the University of San Pablo here in Guatemala. Yes. Right? Yes, that's it. And, then, um, and now you've also been the president of Guatemala Prospera, where we're at here uh, for the past three years. Um, and I know you've, you're on the parts, uh, you're, you're on the boards, uh, many many boards of directors of different companies, uh, including on the board of Canal Antigua, which is the, uh, uh, the ca- like a, ch- a cable channel. Yeah, it's a, a it's, a, it's a cable channel. Uh, um, Canal Antigua belongs to one holding. The name is Grupo A or Group A, and we we have three cable channels. One is uh, Canal Antigua, which is uh, the main one. Uh, we um, produce everyday news. We have um, a nice uh, partnership with CNN. 
in seeing any part of, of the innovation and in, um, in terms of the of development brands. Uh, besides that, we, we have um, news programs in 7 a.m. to 22 hours or, or 10 p.m. Um, the so, other so it's basically an all-day, all-night all news channel. All day. And you yeah. have sports. Yeah. And then we, and we have a, a, a nice partnership with, with Claro Sports, which belongs to the group of Carlos Slim from Mexico. And uh, so we have another channel. The name is Claro. Uh, we produce every day uh, in the evenings from 6 p.m. to to 8, one pro three programs. And when they talk about about many things of sports, of course, the main sport here in Guatemala is soccer. Uh, I don't like soccer, but uh, the Guatemalan people enjoy. I the love soccer, soccer but uh, yeah. unfortunately, since the pandemic, we haven't been able to have live yeah. soccer matches. Uh, that is true. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and the other the other channel is a Christian channel. The name is Conectados con Dios. Uh, now we rent that that the channel. What and kind of channel is it? The name is Connecting with God. Okay, it's like a religious Christian channel. It's Christian channel, and and, and then we have a digital digital uh, news uh, on the on the um, on the uh, which which include con uh, information uh, from every day every day basis, uh, and also um, we have a um, um, a billboards. Uh, a, a billboards, um, a kind of billboards building, a uh, business, sorry. So that that's our 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 uh, group uh, group of uh, business. And then regarding my experience, yes, I, I'm have been working since many years in thanks to God to in economy and marketing. Uh, and um, my my main business is is work with with the board of directors. And and try to to work in daily in a daily basis with the the government um, uh, in the companies which Guatemala is really ne relatively new in in that process uh, in the in terms of the how how you manage the the shareholders the board of directors and the so CEO you're the governing of the board of directors the governing of board yeah. of directors. Okay, great. Well, uh, uh, Kai, just to go back in time a little bit, yeah. uh, you, were you uh, born here in Guatemala City? Yes, I born here in Guatemala in City, and I studied here in Guatemala um, in the URL, which is Universidad Rafael Andívar, because it's the only uni university they have a program in marketing. Ah. And then I went to, to study United States, uh, my, my MBA, which is in, was in economy, uh, and then I returned to and Guatemala. Was, and where was that at? In Florida. In Florida. Florida yeah. FIU. 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 So in I went to FAU. Yeah. And you, you know you may not care so much about this being from Guatemala, but uh, yeah. FAU and FIU are, are rivals. Yeah. So I'm My not really sure I, I should continue this interview. Yeah, well, no, we're so friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that wasn't in a company program we, where I was working. It was in Steamship Line. The name is Merck's Line long time ago and, and then I, I came to Guatemala I have the vision the, my vision quest in those in those days was why why what if it work we work in order to increase the the corporate government and, and then we start to develop that program since 1999 today uh, more than 20 21 years working on that process and that that's why I've been uh, involved in many 
many groups in, in healthcare, in logistics, in retail, in, in TV, which is media, uh, and the in non-profit business where, where we met right now. Well, you know, speaking of television, I remember when I first met you, we were talking about, I, was at, I always ask people, you know, especially last year was about a year into the pandemic when I met you. Um, a lot of businesses have suffered negatively, but how did the television business do? The television business uh, in the worldwide view, uh, they was, we were all, almost dying. In when I mentioned the the, tel the television in the world, uh, working in two bases. The one is the normal TV uh, channels. If you're in Dallas, you can turn up your TV and, and see the Dallas uh, TV. And, and it used to be nice if you have um, money and you can rent a, a cable system, okay? In Guatemala, the same. In Spain, it's the same. But when the streaming business, which is Netflix, HBO, Amazon Prime, uh, everything start to move in order to, the people start to see more the, the um, space with the, like streaming. And the cable sees, the cable business start to have problems, but with the pandemic, with everybody was closed, the the people start to to see every uh, every day the the news. So we as a cable system, we have a a, um, a, a nice recuperation of our our profits, and now we are in in, in good position. Of course, we have um everything we move everything in facebook live uh, or terms like that or, uh, or use channels uh, because uh, in the end there is a channel the youtube so um, now we are in better shape than than three years ago the pandemic in in our case was was good for us yeah so i you know some businesses uh certainly it was it was yeah. better for than others um so uh also going back to some of your formative years here in guatemala um Thinking about the time when you were uh, a young person and uh, you know a child, a teenager, whatever, how has Guatemala changed from that time to today? Guatemala changed a lot. We used to be more more um, the world was more more, e more easy for us. For I was child and everything we we have to do was play around the in the streets you know and we were always healthy in the terms of normal normal life and but the 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 main passion of Guatemala in those days was uh, make the sports so I, I I am black belt on in in, in karate and all, right, my, friends, all, all my friends was really close to me and then I we start to to running and it was really healthy time uh, in Guatemala it's a it's a beautiful country. Um, we um, we are very proud about our coffee. Uh, we we were really proud about our lakes and volcanoes. And now, uh, like maybe 25 or 35 years later, um, start to you, you see ma less persons doing the sports. I mean outside, and start to. The, um, 20 years ago, start the the business of the complex gyms. gyms yeah. uh, you have a you have access to brands like War uh, War Gym or many other ones. I actually for the last month have been uh, going to a CrossFit. Uh, and yeah. that does it. The CrossFit yeah. everything start to change. The the young the young people now have more access to the to information. 
I think sometimes it's for good, sometimes it's for right, for for right, in right basis. But everything changed, and in, in, in that the kind of many information that we're receiving now is making, I, I guess, is a better country, uh, have more more access to information, and we are a, a very resilient country too. Um, we have many past uh, earthquakes. Uh, the last uh, Thursday was 46 years ago. Was a big earthquake in Guatemala, and you see our country is really strong. Yeah. Um, we have civil war 36 years, and that does finish in 1986, uh, more or less. And then uh, one president signed the uh, peace agreements, expressing. Um, Alvaro Su. So now w we are happy in, uh, in terms of our country to develop the, the, the emerging business. Um, and th that's Guatemala before and Guatemala now. So you mentioned uh, going to the United States, particularly Miami, Florida International University, to get mm -hmm. educated. Um, uh, one, can you, uh, can you remind me? Yeah, that was an MBA, right? Yeah. Uh, an, 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 so, you know, a lot of people will go to some place like the United States. And, uh, and not return to their home country. Maybe they'll stay in the United States, they'll find a business opportunity mm -hmm. there, whatever it is. Uh, maybe they just like, you know, um, just uh, different aspects of the country. Uh, but you returned to Guatemala. Why did you return and was that your, your plan? I, I, I was I was a part of one, um, as mentioned, I was part of, of one um, a corporate uh, education um, program. Was part of the company I was working, so so we receive classes every three months so we have to fly to florida and then return and then okay. uh, after 18 18 months we finish our program so i never i never so how there. long were you there so you would go back and forth yeah, how long would you be there at any uh, one 21 days 21 days 21 and then come days, back and do like some remote extremely work extremely hard yeah uh, 18 hours per day wow uh, and then we finish our program was was involved people from from panama from honduras and costa rica and guatemala i was the first guy and that was a unique program that fiu fiu started. so what i love about this is uh, you know this is the agents of innovation podcast and i think this is uh, an innovative way that institutions educational institutions yeah can work with uh, people in a variety of ways, including people from a variety of countries. Yeah. And so it sounds like this was a, a very focused on uh, Latin American countries um, to, to get uh, educated, edu help people get educated through their program in Miami, but to return yeah, uh, to their home because countries. Because we were, all of us, we were really busy. I yeah. was I was a um, sales manager, so I, I have no time to, to live there. And in the meantime, increase the the position of the steam shield like here but was really nice opportunity it to, that was in 1992 wow or 1993 more or less so um one of the things i like to ask people on this podcast especially since this is a podcast where people are interested in entrepreneurship what was your first job in life and it could be something as a young person ah and what did you learn <laughs> from it what my first my first job was not a formal job uh -huh. You know, it's uh, hopefully no, nobody gonna kill me. <laughs> but uh, in those days, uh, I have uh, 18 years old, and uh, I, I need money, as all all that people now. My, my, uh, if you have a child and he have an 18 years old, and you have a, a, a one special amount to give him every every month, no, that's gonna be enough. So I, I I have a friend 
and uh, this friend have a, a his daddy was the general manager of the duty free here duty free shop duty free shop in in the airport yeah so we have access to to buy um many stuff from, from there uh, on that uh, uh, of course with with less price and he sell those to us in the in the price as we were flying that's why no, hopefully nobody kill me and uh, he gave us uh, sunglasses Ray-Ban for example in those days the price was in the street was 500 quetzales and he gave us to us and two 200 quetzales so we we buy to him 200 and we sell in the 400 and we make a profit yeah uh, and i start to 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 sell that that um, that kind of products uh, uh, and I, I make profit uh, and that helped me in order to to going out with my girlfriend and my friends and and it was a, a not not a normal job and then uh, after that uh, when when i when i start to learn that you can make money in, in that day in those spaces i start to find another job and i start i start to work in um in a travel agency as a salesman and i start to sell tickets uh, and then i my first formal job was in a in an airline in a, the name was aviateca was the national airline and i started to to work in the front desk and i, I my my job was from 4 p.m 4 a.m to 12 to, to noon every day one and week this was like what in your 20s uh, my 20s yeah and, and in the meantime, I was studying the, in, here in the college. So um, uh, now all the kids want everything easy. Yeah. They don't want to wake up early. They don't want to go to to the bed uh, late. And they they want to graduate from the college. And and they want they want to be in the next day uh, general manager or CEOs. Yeah. No, e everything is really hard. No, it's 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 difficult, and yeah, I think a lot of uh, there, a lot of ambitious young people just think they see like the uh, maybe a higher level opportunity. They yeah. want it right and now. And you know why? Because they have access to see programs in, yeah. in the in the in the in the screaming uh, plat platforms like let's mention Netflix. Yeah, and they have access to see nice histories or nice nice uh, programs like you no know, says mention suits and. They they think they're gonna graduate from from lawyers here in the UFM, yeah. and the next day they're gonna have a a nice office, and that that that's not the real life. Right. But th that was my 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 first job, and then um, I I now I have 40, 50, 54 years old, and since I have twenty nine years old, I was CEO of companies. Wow. The, since that day uh, until to now, because I have been working really hard. And everything was because God loved me a lot because I don't deserve all that honors. But uh, on the other, the other thing was I was working since maybe 7 a.m. to sometimes 10 p.m. It's the only way. Well, uh, so Kai, uh, you've been the CEO of a ver variety of companies, for-profit companies. Um, uh, three or so years ago, you uh, became president of Guatemala Prospera. Um, can you tell us a little bit of about Guatemala Prospera um, here where we're at and some of the activities and the mission of the organization and why you became involved with them? Okay, I, I became uh, part of this program because uh, uh, one of my best friends, 
uh, is the founder. The name is Manuel Espina. And we start to, to talk about this project uh, almost 19 years ago. Guatemala Prosper this year going to have 18 years. And we start to talk as a friends with another uh, friend of us, Carolina, and another guy. And we start to to realize how we can do something in order to um, talk with, with the leaders and ask about those leaders how change Guatemala or make a better Guatemala. And then, then we, re we realize um, we have to do one organization, non-profit, uh, not political, but in order to change everything with values and principles. Because you can give me one big amount of money and that's going to make me rich for one time, and for one period of time. But if you know you're not going to give me values, I'm not going to take care of the money. So then we start to, to talk, uh, to work, sorry, about, about that project. Uh, I was involved the first four years. And then I separate for uh, years, four years, because I, um, I was um, part of one company that we sold. And then when I returned to Guatemala Prosper, Manuela it was making a lot of um, great, great um, job. And that includes many friends. Uh, and now, 18 years later, we are an organization that we, our mission is just serve. It's just just be part of, of service and, and different um, activities in the economy of the, uh, of the country. Uh, one, uh, oh, we, we like to say, Mounds of economy. The first is the we serve the church. We like to have a good relation with the private sector, with the public sector, um, with the uh, education. That's why we have we are related with with many universities here, uh, with the with the health health system in Guatemala, um, and the other one is try to to. Now we are working, or the CEO is working in order to develop programs for the people which is in jail. This is our main vision. People vision in, in jail, in, in jail, prison or something. Yeah. Because you know, the the sometimes the 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 law system here have many many problems, and he realized uh, Eduardo, which is our CEO, that uh, realized uh, there is people in jail that they have been do, they don't. They still missing now. Talk with the judge, but they still in the in the jail. Yeah. Uh, so that that is our our mission um, in terms of Guatemala Prosper. Uh, in order to to succeed, that we have to have partners, and then we uh, have we are very lucky. Since 2012, we have a, a strong relation with John Maxwell uh, from the United States, uh, and he's a really uh, important people uh, and he have a nice team so that that's why we have that that support with him and he opened um, another doors for us and we open another doors to him so that that's uh, uh, why we are working a lot with Guatemala Prosper now and for those uh, that may not be aware but probably a lot of people that do listen to this podcast are, are aware of John Maxwell but he's uh, he's written a lot of great books on leadership yeah. I read one of his books about a decade ago called 21 Laws of Leadership. Yeah, it's of one course. of the, the best books that he has out there. Um, but he also uh, has developed some books, uh, including the one right here, right? It's, and this is with um, 
Uh, this is called Cambie Su Mundo, Change, yeah, change your, your World. Change Your World. Yeah, and, and this, this is written in Spanish. I think there's an English version too, but the... I actually, by the way, so uh, I've seen that book around Guatemala in various places. I've seen it at book yeah. fairs in Antigua, yeah. and Antigua. Um, but I was at an event you did almost a year ago, last May, at Casa de Dios. Yeah. And you've done a couple events there. I know that place fits like 10,000 people or something. Yeah. And due to the pandemic, they only allowed maybe 3,000. 3,000 per, per, per every... We, we, we did two two events that that afternoon. Oh, you did two. Yeah, we we did two, and the um, the main purpose was present that book. John was there. Yeah, and it is, it's nice the title because the title uh, is not change the world. It's change your your world. world yeah, uh, like like that. Uh, um, is is I don't know if it's a a kind of something interesting, but there it was a, a a nice song of Michael Jackson. You remember? Yes. Long time ago, man in the mirror. The man in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, and that and and that concept of that that song is really interesting. It, it fits with the title of the of the book because if you don't change your world, you, yeah. you it's impossible. You you're gonna change the well. You know, there's a you. there's a I guess I guess I would call him sort of a classical liberal uh, thinker philosopher named Albert J. Nock back in the early 20th century. Uh, a lot of libertarian kind of people follow him today, I think, a little bit uh, in sort of that tradition. But one of the things I read from one of his books, it was his autobiography. I think it was called Memoirs of a Superfluous Man. And he said, you know, a lot of people, there's sort of this progressive idea in the world today. And he, he was saying this a century ago. Mm -hmm. um, everybody wants to change the world, right? Or mm -hmm. kind of uh, impose their own view or values on the world, right? And that this is going to be the way... If we do this, we'll get, you know, we'll change the world kind of thing. He said, you know, the best way to change the world is to change yourself. Of course. Because then you add mm -hmm. one positive unit to the world. And then maybe uh, you're also could be an example. If you change yourself, other people around you might see that as an example. But really kind of stop focusing on changing everybody else and just focus on yourself. Yeah, you know, and, it, uh, it, and that really goes. Uh, when, yeah. I, when I read that, I thought, well, this is Michael Jackson, man in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, you know, it's, it's interesting. That, that you are mentioned because um, one of the the main reason the for Guatemala prospera is we have a quest one uh, we only have questions and our main question is uh, in Francisco what can I do for you mm -hmm. just let me know how can I uh, I support you help you no Francisco can you help me we trying to to do that. Um, but on the other hand, it's, um, it's important to mention here in Guatemala Prosper, we, we have a good relation with many leaders, in, in, including presidents, and, and all we want is do everything in order to serve them. And the other thing is, is be completely um, um, in, in, the, in the, the, the word is, the, the, the right word is um, uh, the word is we have to be really um, in the low level. We don't yeah. we don't we don't like to to be the main. We like to do we like to be the second one. No, no try to to stay in in the in the main in the main places and everything is is support them. Well, you know, um, I'm going to give a little shout out to my friend Kyle Hua uh, yeah. because I as in preparation for this conversation today. I reached out to him. I said, hey, you, you did some volunteer work for Guatemala Prospera. 
And I remember, you know, visiting him three years ago when he was living in Guatemala and hearing a little bit about it then, meeting Rosemary and, and, and seeing, you know, what she does. But I, I reached out to just basically say, what, you know, what can you tell me about Guatemala Prospera that you really found attractive? And so he said this. He said, well, I think, I think it, their approach is really cool for a few reasons. First, it's locally run. It's privately funded. Uh, they go out into the field. Um, and he says, uh, and the reason why he thought that was important for people listening to understand is that in, for people that understand the context of a lot of the NGOs, including NGOs that, that work here in Guatemala, uh, a lot of them don't go out into the field. They're run by foreigners or foreigners come in as part yeah. of those NGOs. Uh, they receive government aid from the U.S. or the EU. Mm. Um, and he said sometimes they're also criticized for not getting out of the capital city and going around the country. Um, and also they're very bureaucratic, as a lot of government aid can be as well. Um, but he says what's nice about Guatemala Prospera, he said it's, pr it's, it's, it's almost like a privately funded startup operation um, that's doing like more effective work. And he said it's not that it's that these are competitors, but what he would like to... I guess his hope is that uh, uh, maybe that what the kind of work you're doing that he likes, he thinks it's very innovative, um, that maybe you could be an example to some of these other NGOs on how they can work yeah. as well. Uh, the other things he liked, uh, uh, and you can maybe tell us a little bit about some of these programs. I think you have a program called uh, El Rosario, El Rosario, which, uh, which yeah. uh, empowers women. Yeah. And then he also talked about a program called Cajas de Oro, um, which is basically uh, women getting together and saving small change in these little savings boxes. Um, and then they, they sort of choose to lend that money out to, to other women in the community that want to start a business. So it's almost like a grassroots-led uh, microfinancing in the community. Yeah. And so they all have an interest in helping each other. Um, and I think that's, that's really cool in an organic way. So anyway, these are just a couple of the things I know that you do. And um, yeah. maybe you could respond to some yeah, of that. Yeah, the, the first of all, all the, the response of everything, we realize something with the board of directors in Guatemala Prosper because we are a team. It's not only uh, the CEO uh, uh, or in my case as a president, we are a team completely really close. We, we, our main... Uh, intention is is try to be close in terms of uh, of values and principles mm -hmm. and besides that i for I don't, don't forget to tell you but no, it, it's in basis of jesus right okay we do everything according to to the model of jesus jesus christ and second one we realize are many books about leadership you can find in in one uh, in one um, bookstores, many many books of many writers about about le leadership, but it's it's not easy to find books about serve about service. Mm, yeah. Nobody like to to. In fact, there are not a, in the college one career about service. So we went to service, and on the other hand, about your question. We have been working in the in the interior of the country since last five years. In in in, in fact, uh, John Maxwell has been in the four points of, of the country. He has been uh, he was the first speaker in in Tikal. Mm. He make an, a nice approach with them, and then to Shela, Quetzaltenango, then to he went to the area on Retauleu, that area. Besides this, this the capital of Guatemala. 
And about the Rosario is a, is a, as a project, is we are so proud about that because we're trying to to give the people hope. But the hope is not only give them money or give them food, is is give them the spec the the security to work in something. So uh, Eduardo Magermas uh, just 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 put the all the points separate together in, in Rosario and we have many programs then besides that you mentioned. But in pandemic in the pandemia the all the women the, the girls from them they start to to make masks for for uh, for covid and they start to sell them so th they now they don't depend to us in fact uh, as far i know in the next two months we're going to release that that project and we're going to start to work in another place wow great. In, in the interior of guatemala in order to to increase the progress of the people the progress in, in three, po three points the first one is mind, the second is spiritual, and the, and the third one is in work. So we are connecting people in order to to make Guatemala more more prosper. But in terms of uh, these three three bases, uh, spiritual, uh, economic, and acknowledgement. So uh, speaking of the knowledge side, uh, yeah. my understanding talking to people here in Guatemala is that the literacy rates in Guatemala are very low. Is that yeah. true? And and also my understanding is that part of what you guys do is try to help uh, people learn how to read. My, um, also maybe start book clubs. Tell me a little bit yeah, about that. Uh, the first is, yes, Guatemala has been uh, having the really lows, lows um, uh, really lows. Um, In the literacy rate. Literacy yeah. rate. But it's growing uh, step by step. Mm -hmm. But in, in that I mean, I could tell you, my students at UFM yeah. are top notch. They're they're top, great. Yeah. I assigned a lot of books to them. Right, one of them's right over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they they can read. They but that's read. that's the top echelon it's, of the country. It's only, it's only right. the maybe twelve percent of the yeah. of the total right. body of population in Guatemala. But now we we have we have been working with the first uh, Guatemala Prospera start working with leaderships or leaders, because the as 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 John Maxwell says. The uh, he helps everything start or everything is going up or going down for leaders. So we have a nice program with the Minister of uh, Education here, which is a uh, one really smart uh, woman, and we're working with the 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 teachers, and we are working um, with some books for the second grade, which is uh, second grade or. In the school and fourth grade, in order to to give them more values and principles to to in, or, in order to increase the level of information. But the um, in in the in the the other idea you mentioned started with with clubs. We have a, a round table system. Yeah, we have been um, working with 2.5 million of people in Guatemala. Wow, with with the round tables, which include 36. Um, a week's programs with one, one, um, one principle per week, and, and we start with people with with education, and, and then if w once they finish the program, if if they already have a, um, a, a one professional skill like lawyers or or doctors or any any 
educa education uh, after college they can do to the University of San Pablo and, and uh, have access to one MBA, the name is uh, 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 Leadership uh, um, MBA. Uh, so we are working only with that basis and then we are we're really close with the government in order to to go inside the country and help them in order to 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 have a better level of education with the kids. Yeah. Yeah, that does that's our 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 next step. Yeah, I mean that's how it all starts. Uh you know, people have to be educated to learn yeah. and be inspired and I love the focus on uh empowering leaders and creating more leaders. Yeah. Because uh, that's what happens. A lot of people in communities, especially uh, that I've seen here in Guatemala, especially in some of the more rural areas, I mean, they they take a lot of the um, their advisement from leaders mm -hmm. here, right? Uh, they're very well respected people in the community, and so if you empower those people to change uh, their own, you know, their own community and and do you know do a lot of different projects, yeah. I think that that's really great. Um, one of the things also I was going to mention, uh, I, I I referenced that event. Uh, last year with where John Maxwell came I I, um, I understand he comes here every couple of years to Guatemala um, you have a partnership with the John Maxwell Leadership Foundation um, you know so I was really enthused to hear I didn't you know only a few years ago when I first visited Guatemala you know I, I had known about John Maxwell he's actually resides in Florida where I'm from yeah. and and in fact I, I know some people who are <laughs> who know him personally as well. And, and uh, I, I met him very, very briefly at your event, but maybe I'll get a chance to meet him a little bit more in the future. But the, um, but one of the things I was really great, uh, I didn't know that he had a foundation until I came here to Guatemala and learned that he was working with you and they partner and they provide some grants and some, some leadership training and things like that. And then what was great is by having somebody like him who's so well-renowned come to Guatemala and have thousands of people be able to hear from him in an event like the one at Casa de Dios last May. That was really great. One thing that he said, so I remember I wrote a few things down from that event. Okay. And 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 I also know he had his co-author there, the co-author uh, Rob Hoskins. Yeah, right? Rob, Rob was here. Yeah, Rob was well, yeah. Rob was at that event. And this was interesting because John Maxwell said he 45 years ago he had a vision. Yeah. Um, and, and he said, uh, you know, so he has this book, Change Your World. Um, but he says, you know, he's seeing his vision come alive now, 45 years later. Yeah. And what was interesting, we were at this event. It was socially distanced. It, you know, there was, there was masks, right? We were indoors, all these things. Um, and I, he actually said something. Uh, he says, I'm going to come back in five years, and there will be no mask. There will be no social distancing. This auditorium yeah. will be packed. And he says, there will be book clubs all over the country. And we will have a change your world celebration. And he told the crowd, we will say that our dream came true. And he asked them uh, as well at the beginning of that statement. He said, how many of you want Guatemala to be a great country? And everybody said, yeah, you're right. And then he said, how many of you are going to help make Guatemala a great country? I think that's the most important thing is everybody has to believe in yeah. that in order to do and it. Be, so involved, be involved in, in that process. Be emboldened, yeah. Yeah. And and the other thing, uh, so then then his co-author Rob Hoskins got on stage and said, I thought this was really interesting, and I think it goes to a lot of the what you guys do here at Guatemala Prospera, because you not just the knowledge, but you talk about the spiritual. And what was the other third the one? Spiritual is, is the the first one. The second one is economic, and the, ne the uh, last one is knowledge. Man. Knowledge. So spiritual, economic, and knowledge. Right. Yeah. So here's what he said. He said, um, a vision without action is just a dream. 
Yeah. Right? And then he added, uh, and then action without values is a nightmare. Uh, see, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's right. <laughs> and he said, uh, he said, look at all the leaders around the world that have action, but they don't have any values, and p- their people are living yeah. in a nightmare. And so he said, what we have to do here in Guatemala um, he says, if when we have when you have action and values together, which I think Guatemala Prospera yeah. uh, promotes, uh, you know that's how you can reduce poverty and inequality and injustice, and that's how you change a, a, a community and a society and a country. Yeah. So I think what you guys are doing is really great, and it's it's been inspiring to see your work, and it's nice to see you you know not just do uh, uh, all the great work you've done in the for-profit sector because obviously that provides jobs and lifts people yeah. up as well but that you're really uh, involved in, in all of this intensive uh, activities that uh, Guatemala Prospera is doing around the country. Yeah, th- thank you for the brief. It is, it is true. Uh, I just read uh, a week ago a book um, with the bi- biographies and, and nice phrases. And uh, I, read, I, re- I read one phrase of this guy who, who by, by accident, I don't know how, how to call him, he, he is... He was the the owner of McDonald's. This guy Croc. Oh yeah, Ray Croc. Ray Croc. Yeah. Um, and the, the it's, it's, it's nice the movie. You know how how he in the end of the day he have the 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 company. But he he make a nice phrase similar like like the John. He says I I my my success came in a dream. Uh, who was thirty years. Would take 30 years. Okay? Wow. So yeah. he exists. Things don't happen overnight. No. And, and John too. <laughs> and the the other phrase that, that you mentioned about about um, John is dream uh, uh, dreams without goals remain dreams. Yeah. And that that phrase you say to Denzel Washington in one speech that he have in YouTube. And and we believe in Guatemala prosper. We have to. We, we can still waiting. To someone else, do something in Guatemala. That's why we start to do at, at least something. Um, if you want to call it small or big, but intentionally every day, every day, every year since 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 the last 12 years, every daily basis, and we can still waiting for the government or we still waiting for the private sector. The, we we are doing is try to put all those puzzles together. And ask them for one step every day, but every, every day we, we measure that step, and that's why we have uh, um, some kind of of um, of, of uh, su- success with with in that in that thing. And the the country is big for us, and that's why Eduardo and all the board of directors we have we have invited more people. To be intentional, and 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 then we spend time with uh, with them in order to build that intention and values and principles, and and internal laws, and then release them to help help us in order to to make this way more huge. Uh, but but that is our mission. Yeah, well, yeah. I think it's great because you you're empowering people in local areas, and then yeah. once they're empowered. Like yeah. you said, you release them and they do. We their release work. them, yeah, and then you go focus yeah. on helping they, others. They they have to stay with us thirty six weeks, and then we release them. And of course, we we have a system in order to to stay close with them. Um, but th- that is our 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 um, mission now, 
Eh, and it is that's our goal. Yeah, and I think it's another great thing you said. You can't just wait for other people to help. You can't no. just wait for the government to help mm -hmm. you. People got to be involved and do it. And I mean, you're showing that at Guatemala Prospera. Uh, so uh, I'll make sure that we put up here on the YouTube and in the show notes uh, links to your website. So people can go Thank visit uh, Guatemala, or probably just Google Guatemala Prospera. Just make sure you don't get to the Prospera no, thing it, in Honduras. It, I, I <laughs> want to add something. How many people do you think we, we have in the payroll in Guatemala Prospera? I don't know. Um, I'm going to guess 10. Yeah, no more than, than eight. Only because I, I know a little yeah, more about your organization. But it looks like we are huge, a huge yeah. company. But everything, uh, the, the credit belongs to, to our CEO, and our board of directors because we include but but we are not a huge company right. in terms of people but we are more intentional yeah well yeah. i uh i hope that more people around guatemala get to know your work as well but it, i do uh so a couple of fun things here uh first of all i know that um you've done some work uh you know I mean, you've had meetings with the president of Guatemala and the president of some other Central American countries yeah. uh, uh, as, you know, th I think they're seeing you as uh, a solution uh, uh, of, of p being helpful to people in, in this country. Of course, um, I really wanted to go. I know you're, you, you get involved. Um, do you guys run or you're a partner in the National Prayer Breakfast here? Yeah, we, we, we run the National Prayer Breakfast here since nine years ago uh, with the support of course of our friends from the united states and we have and, been and is this is because uh, i know there's been a national prayer breakfast in the united states for something like 50 or 60 years is it the same organization uh, uh, it's the same organization is like as far as i know it's 69 yeah since since the president uh, dwight eisenhower yeah every he, president in the united every states has president attended. is in yeah. he, they never stopped that that uh, that event in by the way, the last two years was uh, online because they couldn't. Yeah, so you invited me. Uh, you invited uh, me to the prayer breakfast. It was supposed to be in August. August, the last August. And uh, uh, my friend Micah was visiting that week, yeah. and uh, you you had invited us both to come, and yeah. unfortunately it had to be canceled last minute due to the yeah. pandemic. For the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, and I think the president of Guatemala was supposed to be there. Yeah, the president. Right. He always stayed with us. When I say president, is no no a prince a, a, a person is the the title the, title, the former right. president. Yeah, no matter what you the, think of, yeah, of the, anything the, form, the former president is with us. Thanks to God, because he see our our national Bay breakfast as a as a main evening in order to gather different um, personalities in the in the society in Guatemala. I I mean, uh, government, private sector, uh, uh, students. Uh, but uh, we interrupted two, um, one due to the pandemic and the other one I, c I can't remember was the with the ex, ex president Jimmy Morales. But we have been working on, on that process with the people from the United States in order to, uh, to extend the, the way to gather everybody in, in one place and pray to God. Yeah, that, no, that's, that's the most important thing. That, that's the main, the main reason for that, that um, uh, breakfast. That's great. Well, also behind us here on this wall, you've got a lot of great um, uh, themes here. Uh, honesty, gratitude, listening, service, asking, respect, you know, all sorts of great perseverance, tolerance, all great words, things to maybe uh, uplift people. But you've also got, what's this, amor? And who, ha who has signed this amor? Love. Love, yeah. Uh, that, that was, uh, this is how a wall was idea the of a... Uh, 
Eduardo, which oh, is Oh, these the are CEO. all, some of them are signed by different people. Uh, I didn't know. Different notice. people. Different yeah. people, the uh, person that we have passed over here. And this is a world of values, as, yeah. as Eduardo mentioned. But this one in particular is uh, Mariano Rivera. Mariano Rivera, Mariano the New York Rivera, Yankee? The New York Yankee, he was pitcher. Was he here? He he no he was here with us. He stayed with us uh, four days. Wow! And the last uh, November, as far I'm, I I I'm remember, he came here because he needed a, a um, organization that that can support one um, one initiative that he having ordered to to bring business for the poor people in the interior, and he chose Guatemala Prosper. Oh, that's great! Uh, and so, so Mariano Rivera is now a partner. With you, he's how, not is that, how would you work he, that? He, he's not partner, but he's related with us. Okay. Um, he 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 came to 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 Guatemala, Prospera, and we uh, helped him to introduce it with the president, with the private sector, and, and many actors of the society. And Mariano Herrera is from Panama. He's from Panama. He lives in in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is flying from Panama in, in New York, and, and he have he have a that that I big idea in order to increase uh, the, the business in Guatemala and he came here and he put love there That's which great. is the, the value that, that he um, love, love more uh, versus other values yeah well these are, these are all great I'm going to yeah. make sure we, uh, we get a picture of this before we leave because uh, these are all values that uh, entrepreneurs should all embrace entrepreneurs yeah. and, um, and anyone really that's trying to move so help people in their community yeah. and society forward yeah. and also that we can all kind of embrace internally you know we talked about change your world yeah right? so these are all things yeah. that we could uh if you know uh if we kind of just each foot you know maybe maybe we took a week right is this your 36 weeks are these some of your principles <laughs> no it's many many weeks <laughs> uh, constance uh, uh, tolerance patience uh, forgive yeah. um, listening uh, it, that, that, that are nice values but, but it also shows here uh, with people like Mariano Rivera that you're really like influencing a lot of influencers yeah. and then they're maybe also yeah. helping to publicize yeah. what you're doing through through their platforms yeah, yeah it's right that's great yeah that's right and and he was a really nice guy we were working here and nobody no, uh, no one knew no, that nobody Mariano knew Rivera was, there. was here and, uh, and then someone says is Mariano Rivera there a lot of kids Asking well, next for, time for he you. comes here, you got to invite me over for yeah, a cigar. Yeah, of course. We got to invite <laughs> you for, for a cigar. All right. Well, uh, uh, Kai, uh, thank you so much for being on the Agents of Innovation podcast. Thanks for being an agent oh, of innovation. I, I, it's an honor for me. Yeah, I'm I really happy with our, our friendship. Hope, hope uh, we can enjoy the next uh, uh, Sunday. Yes. Uh, well, we have, uh, you know, this this interview will go up a little bit later, later than, this, than this but we're sitting here a few days before super bowl sunday super bowl, so hopefully we'll yeah. get a chance to hopefully to enjoy we'll super bowl sunday together yeah. but uh, and also uh, hopefully one day i'll be able to uh connect with you in my home state of florida well, where of i'm sure you come yeah. now and then i, I a, a, a lot of guatemalans make it to florida yeah so uh, we have pollo campero in florida too yeah i know so you know yeah i know <laughs> we have pollo campero there yeah. Well, but anyway, uh, Pollo Campero needs to po- now sponsor this podcast because I probably mentioned it way too many times yeah. in different interviews. But anyway, uh, thank you, uh, Kai, thank, for being thank on Thank you, the Francisco. And thank, thank you for helping us. Yep. Right there. <laughs>